Do you have love for your community? Seriously, are you a community-oriented person? Are you in the nonprofit or government space and looking for better ways to serve your community or maybe provide them with additional resources? Maybe you're a business owner and you want to give back to your community. Well, we've got the podcast that you've been waiting for. Add it up. If we could sum up 2020 into one word, it would be dumpster fire shit show clusterfuck. Because that's what it was. And while we totally made that word up, what I didn't make up is the fact that 2020 has all made us collectively age five years. Now, 2020 was also filled with hope, love, and it really gave us all a chance to understand what's important in our lives. Now, that's the kind of energy I want to bring to 2021. And more importantly, the sort of relentlessly positive energy I want to bring with Crack a Smize, a podcast designed to bridge the gap between personal and community health and wellness. What is up, y'all? My name is Jonathan Velasquez, and I am a career nonprofit worker and community organizer, having served my hometown of San Jose for the past 12 years. Now, I wanted to take this first episode, episode zero, the intro or foundation, right, to, to set up some groundwork for what we want to achieve, uh, not just with this podcast and right, what the podcast is, is really designed for, uh, but also to give you all a little bit more context and background as to who I am. Some of you might be looking at me, maybe a friend shared this podcast with you or like, check it out. Uh, thank you to that friend and thank you for listening, first of all. Um, uh, to give you all a little bit of my, my background of, of who I am, right? Uh, and sort of wh- why we decided to, to start Smize and, and those of you who have been following my journey, how this sort of fits into hella good media. So, um, as I kind of alluded to, right, I, I've worked in the nonprofit world for the past 12 years now. If you know friends who work in the nonprofit world or in the government space, right? Direct service, serving people, um, you know that it can be draining. And before the pandemic, before 2020 and all the BS that happened, I had decided that I needed a change. I was tired, I was burnt out, and I was starting to feel unfulfilled. Now, listen, I did a lot of great work in the world. Most of it revolved around serving vulnerable families and children. Now, despite all that, I knew my time was up. And one thing that's very emblematic of the nonprofit world is that the burnout rate is very real. And at times I I really think about it. And it's like the the fact that I lasted that long uh, is is kind of a testament to to my own like personality and character, right? Um, but also the fact that, that I really believe um, in the ability that nonprofit workers, right, can make significant amount of change into the lives of individuals. Um, one thing that I was having trouble with, though, is that uh, as I was advancing in my career as a nonprofit worker, right, the higher and higher I got, the further I got from the people that I wanted to help. And that's that's hard, right? Because you, you get out, uh, especially 
at a high school or college, right? Uh, and you have this idea of like, I want to help people. Uh, and sometimes it, it turns into, I want to help people, but my job is to help them by doing a bunch of flowcharts and spreadsheets. And you're like, how is this helping anyone, right? Again, important work. There needs to be that sort of administrative, uh, managerial, project management type of thing, but um, it, it, it's hard to, to, to keep that eye on the prize, you know? So um, the, the other part of it was that I was also in grad school and I was uh, getting my, my grad degree in uh, public administration and um, I, I just wasn't sure if, if it was right for me. You know, I I had been there and uh, yes, I wanted to, to graduate, um, but, but at times it, it felt like the only reason that I was there was not because I was going to get this new set of skills, but to advance further into a career that I wasn't really sure if I wanted to, to stay much longer. So hit a pause on grad school, uh, took it a little bit easier at work and that, that in itself was a little bit harder. So um, in 2020, I, I realized that, that I was ready and despite everything that was going on, right, I set to change out my, to change my life. Um, I launched Hella Good Media, which some of you have been uh, following, right? And are a little bit more familiar with uh, some of the food videos that I'm doing, uh, some of the other local pieces. Um, so Hella Good Media is my media production company. Um, and again, we're, we're focused on um, comida, uh, culture, and community. Um, and then shortly after that, I started... Um, another business, right? Which is why we're here. Um, and this was knowing nothing about business. Having just started Hella Good Media, it wasn't even like profitable yet. Uh, and knowing nothing about like sales or e-commerce, I launched Smize Blue Light Glasses. Now, mind you, this was all while the pandemic was happening around us. Those fires, killer bees, um, other stuff. I, I don't even remember. There's so much stuff that happened in 2020. Now, when I envisioned um, the Smize brand, and when I really look and think about the core of the company, I, I wanted to have a focus on organizing a community of conscious consumers around what's going on in the nonprofit, government, and community space. Um, now, because of my lived experience, Smize as a business had to reflect my values and truly benefit our community. So where we're going to start here is first, I want to tell you about the glasses because this was really um, what's allowing us to, to continue further into what we actually want to achieve. So um, I love these glasses and I love blue light glasses. Like many of you, I've been working from home since March. Uh, some of you have been working from home for a lot longer and bless you. Um, it took such a long time to get used to shelter in place and 
honestly, I still feel like lost at times. Now, the, the thing that I really wasn't ready for was increased screen time. Screens are literally all around us, laptops, tablets, TVs, monitors, smartphones, and I had hit my breaking point around April when two things happened to me. Uh, my eyes started getting strained and I started losing sleep. Now, uh, the increased uh, screen time really had, m had me feeling like I had daggers in my eyes um, and it was painful, y'all. It sucked and my eyes felt like they'd run a marathon and on top of that I was seeing these little white specks whenever I'd go to sleep and I was just having trouble falling asleep and y'all I'd love sleep I, I will take a nap anywhere I will fall asleep within 10 seconds and for whatever reason I couldn't anymore um, and after some online research I figured out why right it's 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 this blue light that's emitted from uh, all our screens. So I went out, I bought a bunch of uh, blue light glasses only to find out that they suck. They suck so much. They were ugly. They were uncomfortable. Some of them have this dumb like yellow tint and I know it's to protect your eyes, but bruh, like why? Who's trying to show up to a Zoom meeting like that? The other thing was that they, they were heavy. Um, like it seemed like they were designed as like sunglasses, which was, I, I, I kind of baffles me even to this day. Uh, I, I see some of them and they're, they're just like, why would you want to wear something on your face that's that heavy and uncomfortable for eight, 10, 12 hours, right? That some people are in front of uh, their computers. Um, it just it just didn't make sense and as a consumer myself i i knew this would throw people off because i've never worn glasses i i have perfect vision right this is completely for for screen so um i also knew it would turn other people off from such a wonderful product so i saw that opportunity and i went looking for a solution and after multiple test runs and iterations and different manufacturers uh we were able to launch smize and these glasses were a game changer, y'all. I love them so much. They're light, they're flexible, they're stylish. We even have virtual try-on now on the website. Um, but more importantly, the blue light lenses work, right? And, and that's what I love. After a few days, um, my eyes felt amazing, you know? So I knew I had to share this product with the world. Um, and I knew because I believed in this product and uh, how great they are that there was another opportunity there. So I knew that we could leverage the Smize brand, right? As a company to redirect resources directly back to our community. So that's why we built a $5 donation into our pricing model. Rather than have community be an afterthought and sort of philanthropy and charity, we wanted to put this at the forefront of the company. And this is what we're most proud of. Uh, we see the huge potential of a $5 donation. And where other companies will say that, uh, you know, they'll, they'll donate 1% of profits, 3%, 5%. Um, we're, we're donating 10% of our sales, not profits, right? Before we even 
take anything off of it, um, the donation is already built in. So up until this point, I think we've sold close to uh, 60 glasses. So 60 times five, that's close to 300 bucks, right? Um, and, and this is gonna sound a little bit crazy, but in our first year, our goal is to sell 10,000 glasses. So we still have quite a ways to go. And the reason we chose this number, one, we I am a very ambitious person. I will shoot for the moon and whether or not I make it out of this planet, I'm, I'm, I have my eyes on the prize, right? So if we are able to sell 10,000 glasses this year um, and sort of the, the, the minimum goal that we're trying to set, uh, we would be able to donate $50,000 back to the community. Now, we are looking to partner with two local nonprofits or community organizations um, for our first year. And then I think eventually we'll, we'll probably scale that up to maybe three, um, just because we, we want to be able to donate larger amounts and not have to break this up. Um, but we also have another program for that and I'll, I'll get to that. So. We are looking to partner up with uh, sort of these agencies, right? Uh, focused on serving communities of color in the areas of education, anti-racism, and the arts. Um, this is what we believe are some of our most pressing issues in communities of color. Um, so what we're also looking to do, right? Um, and what we're trying to have is some other ways to also donate and give back to our community. So we have the, the $5 donation that goes into our social impact fund. So every time we make a purchase, $5 goes into a social impact fund, right? Where our, our target goal is $50,000. But we also have a program for all the other nonprofits that we're not able to directly go to, we still wanted to set something up for them as a way to uh, raise additional funds, right? Um, sort of what we kind of see when people do like uh, Facebook fundraisers, uh, it's sort of that same thing. Now this is our affiliate program with nonprofits. So you might've heard of like affiliate marketing. Um, this is that same thing, but exclusively for nonprofits. So simply put, Without money, nonprofits could not do the amazing work in our community. And it's probably the biggest misconception about the nonprofit world is that the work will get done no matter what, because the people who work there care about the community. If they don't, they're monsters and they don't deserve to have a job. And that is stupid, stupid. So uh, I don't know about y'all, but if my nonprofit job was in pain for me, I wouldn't work there, right? We all have uh, lives, we all have uh, families, bills, all that to take care of. So um, to think that we'd, we'd do this work for free, right? We're not volunteers. So, um, and on top of that, um, a lot of nonprofit funding, especially now in the era that we're in, has gotten cut and that money's not there. So uh, we as a community, right, uh, have this ability to, to sort of step up. Um, 
and what we want to do is just make it easier for them right uh, so nonprofit affiliates who register will receive 10% of our total sales uh, for the month and the way we track that is through a unique discounts code so every time someone uses um, a, a, a buys a pair of glasses and they use the unique discount code um, you know we're able to donate that money back to those nonprofits um, so it's just another way to, to to still be able to support some of the other nonprofits we're not able to dedicate that larger pool of money uh, but a way for them to to just raise some additional funds right uh, we also have a local artist initiative. So we pay artists to license their artwork for use in our postcards, which we include in our packaging. Now, um, for my folks who've bought glasses already, uh, we will be sending you some postcards. Uh, you get one with every purchase is what we're doing. And we wanted to ensure uh, as a company, right, that we not only through our social impact fund and our affiliate program are not just supporting nonprofits, uh, but we're also employing um, artists, right, like actively employing them. So for our first batch of postcards, um, we have two artists that I'm super excited about. Uh, we have Steven Martinez, uh, you might know him better as South Bay Visions. He is a photographer and he spent probably the last couple of years, I want to say probably longer than that, uh, just really documenting the, the uh, documenting and sort of organizing because I think he plays an active role in it. Um, the, the rise and resurgence of lowrider culture uh, here in San Jose and the South Bay. Um, and then we also have Alex Berber. Uh, you might know him better as Alex Nobody. Um, and he is probably one of the, the first people that I have known. I've known Alex for, for a while now, uh, who's been doing uh, creative work, right? Uh, and has been a full-time creative for, for a long time. Uh, and someone who, who's been an inspiration to other creatives, right? Who are also trying to, to go full-time with this. Um, he's a photographer, he's a designer, uh, and, and this man is, uh, brilliant at what he does. So I'm really excited to, to share um, the this first patch of postcards uh, and, and to really set up this program. For, for a lot of artists, this might be the first time that they're doing some sort of licensing deal or uh, have their work paid for, right? It, it's like even to that point. So uh, I'm excited to send those out to folks. Um, they, they come included with your glasses. So the, the, the goal of it is for you to share them with people, their postcards, you can send them. I'm not gonna include stamps with them, but you can send them, you can collect them, do whatever you like with them. Uh, they're just beautiful pieces. Uh, if you are an artist yourself and are interested in being featured uh, and designing one of our postcards, feel free to email me. I will link that information in the bio. Now, um, I wanted to wrap this up by sort of giving more into what we're trying to do with the podcast now. So the podcast itself is really designed, like I said, to bridge uh, the, the gap between community and personal um, health and wellness. And when we say that, we mean that there are a lot of resources out there. There are a lot of nonprofit 
There are a lot of community organizations. There are a lot of specific government programs out there. There are a lot of also content experts with critical information and resources available to you. Now, what's difficult sometimes is that there's all these resources available and there's all these people who need resources, but for whatever reason, they're not accessing them. And that this is something that's very um, symptomatic of, of the space is, is that we, we need to bridge um, just just the the access to resources for everyone right and a lot of it just just because there's no marketing budget no one's running ads for resources right there's there's just not that kind of money so um that's what we sort of hope to do we're, we're going to be bringing on different um nonprofit uh people in the nonprofit space and the government space uh community orgs community leaders we're going to bring on business leaders who are who have these sort of uh, social components to them. Uh, we're gonna bring content experts in health and, and organizing, right? To, to really share more about this. The, the idea is for all, to, all of us to be collectively educated in this resource, myself included. Um, I know what I know, but there's a lot of stuff that I don't know. And I also wanna learn and I find these things very interesting. Um, and for me, myself, right, as an organizer, that, that is sometimes my, my greatest asset is that I am able to, like a spider web, just link all these different things and folks to each other. So that that's sort of the, the role I want to play um, with the podcast and, and with Smize itself. So uh, the glasses that are, again, amazing, they're great, um, is just a mechanism to fuel this larger mission that we have. So... Um, if you're interested in learning uh, a lot more about what's going on, uh, not just locally in our community space, but uh, regionally and nationally as well, we're, we're gonna be reaching out to a lot of different folks. If you are looking for other brands who have a social component or are focused on helping and supporting their communities out, um, if you are yourself someone who's maybe possibly looking to start a nonprofit or kind of some direction um this podcast is for you and um i hope y'all will stick around and listen to future episodes of crack a smize um i really want to thank y'all so much for listening thus far um with, with this right um with smize and and even hella good media you know what what we see is a world where we can make huge investments into our community um that are funded by the people we see a world where we as a business can be socially responsible and more importantly we see a world which everyone in our community has the opportunity to smize um, i want to thank you again for checking out crack a smize podcast uh we hope you buy a pair of glasses again it allows us to take huge steps into scaling smiles so that we can make larger investments into our communities now before i go i'm gonna ask y'all for a huge favor share our podcast share our story with a friend put it on your social media send an email up this is honestly the biggest thing you can do to make sure that we you included uh, succeed in transforming our communities. 
Again, I appreciate you so much. Be safe, and we'll see you next episode. Toodaloo. Goodbye. Au revoir. C'est la vie. I'm fading into the background. No, seriously. Um, that's it for Crack a Smize episode zero. We'll see you next time. <laughs>